It's time for a legendary introduction. Welcome to Unpacking the Box. I really think nobody does it better. Join the conversation as we cover everything from life and relationships. All a woman wants is a choice. Inspiring interviews. That just hit me. Wow. And everything in between. Just keeping it real. We keeping it all the way real. Whoa. Now let's start unpacking. This is Linnea, your host, and welcome back to Unpacking the Box podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in 10, 9, Tonight, I'm here with Queen Kimberly, who is a doula. Hey, Queen, how are you? Hello, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to have you on. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to educate your listeners and, I don't know, spread the awareness. Anything doula, I'm here for it. (laughs) Or childbirth or, you know, anything birthy. Yes, and I have a lot of um, women who listen to the show, so I'm, I'm sure that they will appreciate this information, and myself as well. I'm learning along with the audience because I've always wondered about doulas. Um, you know, I've had three children myself, and I've always used like just strictly OBGYNs in the hospital, things like that, but I always just wondered about doulas, so yeah, um, yeah so I'm excited to talk to you. Same, same. Yeah, so where are you from? So I am from a tiny island called Dominica in the Eastern Caribbean. Uh, Not a lot of people know that. And I guess by way of Florida, before I moved to like this area. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but I like to say I'm from Dominica, the Caribbean. Okay, awesome. All right, so let's get right into it. For those who do not know, what is a doula and what does it all entail? Oh my gosh, this is, I can go all day about this. So let me just give you the short rundown version. (laughs) So as a doula, I am there to provide you with informational support, emotional support, educational support, and physical support. So I'm talking, I'm there with you all the way. So we go through what type of interventions may happen. We go through birth planning. We go through postpartum planning, which is the fourth trimester, which by the way, pretty much just goes unseen because people just think, oh, I'm going to have the baby. And that's it. They forget there's like a whole other trimester afterwards. So, you know, we go through that rigorous planning. And I don't know, I recently had a, a Um, a client tell me, hey, you're like my birth bestie. So I like telling people, I'm pretty much like your birth bestie, like the maid of honor to your birth. I make sure everything's good. You're well-educated. You're well-set. You know the name of interventions. You're not just going in. You know that, hey, I have birthing options. Hey, I have provider options. Hey, I have scenery location options. Hey, like, okay, I know that it's okay to tell my provider no. 
or I know it's okay to tell my provider, hey, can I get more information? So we go through all these things. I teach you how to advocate for yourself, which is so huge, especially when you're going through the healthcare system and mm-hmm. you're just going through the maternal healthcare system. You need to be able to speak up. You need to be able to ask those questions because at the end of the day, your provider works for you. You don't work for them. So I teach you that confidence. I teach you how to feel empowered through your birth, how to not see birth as something to be fearful of, but something you embrace. So this is what, you know, just being having being a doula and what doula quote unquote doula hood entails <laughs> just uh-huh. all of that okay awesome so tell me like what led you to this work like what inspired you to become a doula I would say honestly this was like kind of like a calling like I have I was doing doula work before actually knowing what a doula was um so I was providing that pregnancy support to family members and so forth and then someone kind of told me hey you know what you're doing is actually called a doula right and then I looked it up and I was like oh my gosh this is like a thing this is a thing that people train for people become educated for and people certify for um not everyone certifies and you don't have to be a certified doula to practice but just Mm -hmm. saying this is actually something that's out there and I looked into it and I was like oh wow okay cool let me go ahead and step into that calling really quick so that's kind of how you know I got started with it okay and so and you said you do not have to be certified you can just no so you as long as you're trained you can practice because there isn't any like governing body but mm-hmm. as long as you're trained, you have that experience, then you can practice. But no, you don't have to be certified. Okay. I'm certified, but I'm just saying you don't have to be certified. Okay, that's good to know. Now, does a OBGYN need to be present alongside a doula for the birth? That is actually an amazing question. So going back to what I said earlier, you have birthing options and an OBGYN is not the only person that can, you know, give birth to your child. So you have options of midwives. Um, So doulas actually work with midwives as well. So it doesn't always entail, you know, having an OBGYN. Um, It doesn't always entail being in a hospital. You can have a birthing center birth. You can have a a home birth, which, you know, we've seen on the rise throughout this pandemic. So, you Mm -hmm. know, all these things. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not really... I guess, geared only towards OBGYNs. Um, We work with midwives and, you know, yeah, midwives and OBGYNs. So can you speak to like, what what separates a midwife um, from a doula? What's the difference? So the midwife actually catches the baby. The midwife is medically trained in that way. Doulas aren't medically trained, as in we're not trained to administer epidurals or you know stuff like that whereas the midwife they provide that extra level of care for you so they're in turn like a provider they're like an OB except they can't perform cesareans so that's kind of what you know separates a midwife and a doula okay I see so now what are the benefits of having a doula oh um wow (laughs) so many (laughs) Um, I mean, (laughs) research, well, I will say research research has shown, and it's just becoming more widely recognized, 
that choosing to add that labor support, that doula support, or even that postpartum doula support, which I, I guess we can get into a little later on, it yields many positive benefits. So for instance, a person's memories of their birth experience, it lasts a lifetime. And having that powerful effect of self-esteem and confidence really just really edges the birth going. It, it leads the birth going. Um, so research also shows us that having a doula leads the the likelihood of a reduced the reduced likelihood of a cesarean. Um, it reduces the likelihood of having interventions such as pitocin or um, medications for those people who want to go that route. Um, there's improved postpartum mental health associated with having a doula because you do have that increased confidence. You have that decreased anxiety. And we have that family bonding support system around us. I know with my practice, Bella Haven, I really like to center it around I like to make it family-centered. I like to make it holistic in a way for those who choose that route. And I also like to make it empowering and non-judgmental. Um, so, you know, you have that boosted self-esteem and you also have that physical support. So whether that's the increased movements, um, doing all the comfort measures throughout labor, um, just making you reassured and letting you know that, you know, you have that support, even lactation support. Doulas, you know, provide that after birth as well. So there's a plethora of, I guess, advantages to having a doula that has been clinically shown. Now, I do want to make it known to your audience. A doula is not a catalyst to like your perfect birth. And I always try to let my clients know that off the bat. I'm not saying that, oh, having a doula there is magically going to make you have the most amazing birth ever. No, like there are so many layers to it, to having that birth, starting from the hospital to the administration, to the doctors and so forth. But just having us by your side, knowing that you're well-educated, knowing that you know what's gonna happen, you know the tools that they're gonna use, you know what questions to ask, it just really makes a difference for the laboring person. Mm -hmm. It's so funny that you said that because when I was first, when I was pregnant with my first, my son, um, I would look at like these videos and stuff like pregnancy videos, you know, first time moms, we, we looking at, we reading every book, yeah. looking at every video, thinking that, yeah. you know, like, oh, we about to be prepared, yeah. right? And, and so, and so I would look at, you know, videos with people who had doulas. And it just looked pretty. Like, I was like, oh, it's going to be like, if I was to get a, you know, where to get a doula, it would be like amazing. But um, I love that you touched on that because at the end of the day, you know, childbirth is childbirth, you know, and it, it can be, it can be very difficult and very excruciating, so, no matter, you know, who you're with. Um, Yeah. So, you know, like I said, that experience for childbirth, it all depends on like I said, the provider, the hospital, all these things, mm -hmm. but just having a doula, we kind of prepare you. We kind of mentally prepare you to know that you don't have to fear that birth. And although, like you said, things can happen. You just never know mm -hmm. how a baby wants to come. You just never know right. <laughs> what that child is going to do in there. But, you know, just knowing that there's no trauma associated with your childbirth is very, mm -hmm. very important. And we're seeing that today. And that's why persons need to go ahead and just look into a doula and make that, you know, a priority for their birth, make not just for their birth, but for their entire pregnancy and postpartum period. Mm -hmm. Yes, Indy, I agree. Now, 
something that I thought was very interesting. Uh, there are so many different types of doulas. Like, can you name the different types? Oh, yeah. I mean, there are birth doulas, which is what I am, postpartum doulas, <laughs> which is what I'm um, diving into, F fertility doulas, which is what I am as well. Um, there's sex doulas, sibling doulas, um, adoption doulas. There are a lot of doulas. I mean, wow. yeah, those are just some of the more frequent ones to name a few but yeah it's not just we're not just there for your birth I mean if you're adopting if you have children if you're going through that postpartum stage which I really want to express to your listeners because there's this notion that when you have a baby that's just it you're on your own you chose to have this baby and that that rhetoric is so damaging. You need to know that when you're going through that postpartum period, it's okay to ask for help. You need that help. You need to recover. You need to have someone who is actually trained to know your body, trained to figure out what's going on, to see those little triggers, or if you're having baby blues or something like that, to help you seek help for these things. And this is what postpartum doulas does. So they not only help the mom, I mean, the baby, they they also help with moms as well. So yeah, you know, they are, we're, we're very versatile. <laughs> we are. So if you're on your trying to conceive journey, there is a fertility doula out there for you, you know? So yeah, there, there are many types of doulas. I think that's so awesome. When I, mm -hmm. I learned that, I was like, that's awesome. It just makes me, you know, wish like, I wish I had one back then, you know, during my births when I had my children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, that's the thing. A lot of folks, they don't know what a doula is, or even the people who do know have, well, I will say have heard of a doula, they feel like it's this thing that only like really super, super duper wealthy people are supposed to have. And in fact, doulas are accessible to everyone. Every mm -hmm. pregnant person is deserving and entitled to having doula care and support. And there's a doula out there for everyone, you know? So, yeah, yeah, it's important that pregnant persons know that for sure. Yes, I love that. Now, what, um, I know you talked a lot about what, you know, doulas do, but just like if someone's listening right now and they're thinking about, you know, getting one, what specifically services do you offer with your business? And also, are what kind of like, do you do like, um, financial um, arrangements type of things like how do how does one pay for this oh yeah 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 so I do um I do birth doula support like I said I do fertility support um, I'm also a Lamas childbirth educator so not all doulas are childbirth educators um, so that's very important as well to know that you need a childbirth education class um, I do prenatal yoga and I'm also a certified breastfeeding specialist where I do um, yes yeah so I have all those encompassed I'm like a one-stop shop <laughs> I love it yeah <laughs> Um, in terms of, yep, I absolutely do payment plans. I mean, yeah, yeah. The goal is for the person to get care. So as much as yes, doulas do deserve to be paid. We also know that not everyone is able to afford us right away. So we do have payment plans. Um, some people do um, sliding scales. I also do sliding scales as well, depending on the situation. So People, you know, doulas are accessible out here. We're accessible. It's just, you know, reaching out and asking questions, doing your research. Yes, I love that. 
Now, um, you mentioned that you also help with breastfeeding, which I think is amazing. Um, Yes. So for women who are hesitant about breastfeeding, um, what advice would you give to them? Um, Honestly, I would say give it a go for at least a month. I would say before having your baby, give a breastfeeding class a go or give just a quick, even if it's just a 30 minute consultation with a breastfeeding support person, give that a go. If you're hesitant, just give those things a go. Have a consultation. Most people consults are free. Take a quick breastfeeding class. Or if you've already done those things and you're still like, no, I'm still scared. Just try it out for like a month or so. See how it works out. Because most times with my clients, when I do have clients who are hesitant, um, we do talk about all these things. We go through the lessons and then they're like, oh, I still know, not really. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. My job is not to force it on you. My job is to tell you the benefits and tell you you have options. So how about you just go ahead? What do you think about just giving it a go for maybe a month or so and see what happens? Just, you know, really cash. And then they come back like, wow, I didn't know I could create this milk. Oh my gosh, you know? (laughs) Don't knock it till you try it. That's all. Just don't knock it till you try it, you know? Yeah. Yes. And you know what? That's good and fair advice. I I agree with that. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, so if y'all listening and if you are hesitant, just just try it. Try it out. Try it, sis. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Now, you know, maybe someone's listening and they really are really like wanting a doula. So where can they find one? Like give them the resources where they can look for one. Oh, yes. So the first one I would definitely say is doulamatch.net. Um, you are able to find doulas from all over on there. Um, if you happen to be black and you want like a black doula, you can also filter it on doulamatch.net or I would recommend going on Black Birth Workers Rock. Um, that's also a great research as well. But doulamatch.net, definitely. There you have a wide range of doulas from all over. You definitely will find someone on there. Yes, you guys get into it. All right. (laughs) Yeah. So when you are not working, what do you like to do for fun? Oh my gosh. When I'm not working, which I, by the way, have to do like more often, by the way, is have some fun. But when I'm not working, what I do is I do plan stuff with my girlfriends or I plan something fun with my husband. Like we do something spontaneous. So I love spontaneity. Sorry for my language right now. It's okay. <laughs> and I love adventure. So anything that involves that or something adventurous, I'm all for it. Yes. Yes. You got, sis, I know you're working hard, but you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta find time oh, to have some, some, yes. some, some, you know, self-care time. Cause listen, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I get it. I yes. get it. <laughs> self-care. self-care is imperative. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. What's the last movie you saw or book you read? Oh, the last movie I saw was Mr. and Mr. Smith. Before I get judged, I watched it like last week, I think. So it was like a rerun because I really liked that movie. So I was like, okay, let me just go ahead and watch it. So that was the last movie that yes. I saw. <laughs> hey, I like that movie. 
You do? Isn't that yes. like the best thing ever? Yeah. That is um, salt. I really love. Now that is with um, it was a uh, what's his name? Brad Pitt. Yeah, it's with yeah, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yes, I like that movie. I actually only saw it once though, but I really liked it. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What's one thing people would be surprised to know about you? What's a fun fact about you? Oh my gosh, I don't know if this is a fun fact, but people would be surprised to know that I am an economist. <laughs> I don't talk about that part of my life. I don't. I'm also, I'm just always so birthy. So mm-hmm. whenever I tell people, oh yeah, like, you know, they're like, so what else do you do? And I tell them, they're like, oh my God, really? Like, so I guess that's kind of like a fun fact. Oh, that's good to know though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, before I let you go, there's something that I love to do with every guest. You know, it's only right because you're on Unpack the Box. It's called mm-hmm. Unpack Your Box. And this is where you get one minute, you know, I always say nobody's counting to release whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. You can leave last encouraging words, whatever you need, something that you just need to get off your chest. You have the floor. Oh my gosh. Okay. I don't know if this is going to be one minute, but let me see. It's all good. I want to unpack the fact that boundaries aren't normalized more. Why aren't boundaries normalized for So it's okay to set that boundary between you and the world or just you and people around you. It's okay to create that space. And it took me so long to realize this, I promise you. It took me an entire pandemic to learn the importance of setting boundaries and Mm -hmm. just the importance of knowing that I don't need to apologize for every little thing. So if I miss an email because I'm off at six and you email me at eight, I don't need to apologize and be like, sorry, I missed your email. Nope. I was out of six, you know, so I don't need to keep apologizing or saying sorry for little things that aren't really on me. <laughs> so these are two things that I'm, I'm unpacking. The fact that boundaries need to be normalized and we need to just stop apologizing for things that we have no control over or things that are not on us. And that's my one minute. <laughs> yes, I love it. Get into it. I like it. Mm. Boundaries. Okay, that's the word of the day. thank you yes no this please don't do like me and try to like let everyone in and be there for everyone and then you know it's it's not gonna end well so go ahead and set boundaries for yourself (laughs) I agree so listen I had so much fun talking to you I think the work that you're doing is so inspiring it's impactful it is imperative and I'm Mm -hmm. so happy that you and I were in that room together and we connected because, you know, I, I think what you're doing is so great and you've educated me and I know you've educated the listeners and that's important for us. So I thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. I mean, when we first were speaking and I looked at your podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, wow. Okay, cool. So this is, yeah, like, okay, she's doing her thing. So girl, I am proud of you out here. You melanated queen doing your thing, educating others. Um, Thanks for having me on. And I had a good time speaking with you as well. Thank you so much, queen. Tell the people where they can keep up with you because we want to make sure they follow you and all that good stuff. Yeah, so follow me on Instagram or Facebook. I'm at Vela Haven. Um, That's Vela with a V and Haven or go to my website, velahaven.com. Look at my services. Even if you just want to chat, email me, text me, whatever. Just know that 
I'm here. If you want to talk about your birthing options, your birthing plannings, your postpartum plannings, whatever have you, I am here because at the end of the day, every person is entitled to doula care. Yes. Yes. Keep up with this queen, y'all. Okay. Follow her. <laughs> Check out her website. She's amazing. All right, y'all. Thank you. You are Thank welcome. You. <laughs> <laughs> Before you leave, keep up with your girl on Instagram at unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast. You can also email me if you like at unpackingtheboxpodcast at gmail.com. And also, if you are enjoying the show, if you were a guest on the show, you know, if you just 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 love the show, make sure you leave me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts specifically. I don't know if you can do it on the other platforms, but I know for sure you can on Apple. So yes do that for your girl especially if you're enjoying it you know let me know all right y'all be well